Welcome to Bounce Back Like a Badass, your weekly dose of real and honest conversations about when life gets a little or a lot messy, and how to find your way back more humbled, more empowered, more determined, and hopefully with some badass stories to share. Here's your host, Kat Coley. Guys, it's Kat. Welcome back to Bounce Back Like a Badass. Thank you so much for being here. This is episode number 35. And today I'm just sharing with you um, a bit of a story uh, from my past, which coincides with a post that I made on Instagram about how life can change in a moment's notice and how you react to it determines the course in which your life takes from that point forward. I have not been the best at this. (laughs) It is a trial and error for me, but I'm learning to be better at it. And that's all we can do, right, is is to give it our best shot. And hopefully we learn from our mistakes. Um, I've had to learn from some of my mistakes uh, a few more times than I would like, but I am learning. But uh, so... But before we jump into that, hopefully everyone is safe and healthy and that you are taking care of yourself and taking care of your family and basically heeding the warnings of um, the global, um, I will just say the, the global leaders, I won't say uh, anything about the cur- the the um, the the one that's leading us here in the US, if that's where you're listening. Um this isn't a political thing, but just heeding the warnings of of other leaders around the world and just making sure that you are doing your due diligence uh, with keeping yourself healthy and your family healthy and doing what's right for your community and that um, and, you know, needing to stay home if you must, if you need to and you feel it so as to not um, spread anything um, and keep it what keep this viral virus uh to a minimum although um, it's no longer a minimum it's pandemic at this point but any case and not kind of adding to the panic of you know what's what's happening with the rest of the country so that said wash your hands <laughs> stay home if you need to and um make sure you keep yourself healthy Uh, and your family uh, healthy as well. So with that, I'm going to jump back into this story. So I was also saying that how there is this photo on Facebook on my my personal page that comes up every year, and I have contemplated of taking this photo down uh, much earlier on. um, So it's been showing up now for the past eight years, maybe. Um, And the first, a few of those, for the first few of those eight years, I have contemplated just deleting the post. It was a post that it's a photo, um, which I'll post on my on Instagram and in my stories, um, that I was tagged in. And the significance of this photo and the significance of this week for me every every year it comes up is that this photo was taken the day before my sentencing. Now, if you, my um, my court sentencing. So if you have not listened to my story and you don't know what I'm talking about, um, this is going to be a bit of a spoiler alert and this might might not make sense to you. So I would go back to my some of my previous episodes, uh, earlier episodes, maybe like episode two, three or four, um, 
and you'll get kind of the full story there. So if you have, then you know exactly what I'm talking about. So it was, um, for those of you who have been following my story, uh, the 11th of March was my sentencing. So this particular photo I was tagged in um, was me and my daughter uh, spending time together kind of on our the, la- the, the day before I was to go out of state to go to my sentencing. And I look at this photo and I were snuggling per usual uh, and I'm smiling at the camera and but I know I know what I was feeling that day and I don't think I'll ever forget uh, so every time that this photo shows up it it hits me it hits me um, in the gut because this was the moment in time where so many things were up in the air and so many things were in kind of in limbo. No one knew really outside of my immediate circle. And even then it was like the tightest of circles that knew that knew that what was going on, where I was going and what was happening in my life. Uh, I, uh, when you go back into the episodes, I, I do talk about that I didn't bring anyone to my sentencing um, because it was m- almost guaranteed by my lawyers at the time that I would get probation. And at the time, it was like, you know, I just wanted to kind of get through all that. I didn't want to bring anybody else in. One, because I was still obviously very ashamed of what happened and embarrassed and resentful of, of all the things that brought me to that time in my life and I didn't want to rehash that and or have anyone else hear it because it was so embarrassing for me. Um, even though I know I needed the support and I really wanted someone to be there with me, I, I, I didn't have anybody. Um, and again, it was because it was also suggested that I would get probation um, for five years and just, you know, kind of trying to figure out what um, what that meant and what that looked like. I, I knew from, you know, just doing a little bit of research, you know, what that meant. You know, I couldn't travel out of state. I couldn't travel out of the country unless I was uh, approved to do so. And there was just a lot of implications There's um, that uh, you have to abide by when you are on probation. So anyways, this particular photo shows up every year. And again, I, I had contemplated very early on to delete it. But as the years passed, um, and I'll say, you know, maybe next year or I'll, I, you know, I won't, I, I won't do anything with this photo. I don't repost it. I don't reshare it. It's just, as Facebook said this year, the only person that's seeing this photo, I, um, it's become a really good reminder for me of where I was at and how life really did change for me in an instant, in an instant. So this photo was a day before uh, my sentencing. So I, this, in, in particular, this was taken early in the morning and I ended up driving the four hours uh, to get to out of state to get to where I needed to be. And I do, again, look at this photo and I remember exactly what I was feeling. I was anxious. I was, I was hopeful. I was trying to be positive. I was scared. I was scared. I can, I can't even tell you how scared I was. Um, but I was holding my daughter and I was not realizing what was going to happen and how much that photo would mean to me years later. So I actually didn't realize that I was tagged in this photo because it was ta- I was tagged in it long after I'd already left 
uh, but the person that ended up taking that, the person that took it, that took the photo, and I didn't get to see this photo. As most of you know, again, this is a bit of a spoiler alert until much, much later. And I'm by much later, I mean, I mean years later. So I go to my sentencing the following day. And again, spoiler alert for those of you who haven't uh, listened to my story. And I didn't get the probation that was suggested by parole and probation, which is basically they are the ones who do their due diligence and um, do a lot of the investigative works and then suggest to the judge what their recommendation is for your particular case. And nine times out of 10, the judge goes with what's recommended because, again, they've done the due diligence, they've done all the homework. Um, and, you know, of course, the judge can, that's their, it's their ultimate decision. They can go against anyone, really. And, um, but most of the time, they do go with what's suggest, suggested to them. And so when that, when the paperwork came back with the suggestion and the, the write up that they had, a couple of weeks before the sentencing, it was like, you know, a bre- like just a weight had been lifted off of our shoulders and it was the answer that we were waiting for. And so the sentencing, although it was going to be difficult to have to hear what the prosecution had to say and be, sit, you know, sit in front of a judge and go in, into court, it was in all sense of the word formality. Um, for the probation. So I went in by myself at eight o'clock the following morning, uh, less than 24 hours after this photo was taken. Uh, and in an instant, my life changed. Because as most of you know, um, I did not get probation, but I was sentenced to prison for 19 months. And at the time, of course, 19 months seemed like 19 years. And everything, and I mean everything changed in an instant for me and life has never been the same since and although that part of my life is long gone and although that part of my life I had tried to hold on to for the longest time and that's with friendships my relationships everything with exceptions of my daughter and my my uh, immediate family, everything changed. And 19 months later, I came home to a totally, totally different life. And that photo was the last time I held my daughter um, for over six months, I believe. I did not get to see her, but a handful of times while I was away. And so that photo and us embracing one another is also a reminder for me of the last time I got to hold her before life completely changed for the both of us, for all of us, really, for all, everyone that was involved. And in the beginning, so it wasn't until three years, two years later that that photo came up on my Facebook page as a reminder because again I was gone for the almost the two years and then that photo didn't repeat itself again until you know the next March and so it the first time it came up on my phone as a reminder of this photo that I was tagged in that I didn't realize that I was it literally hit me like everything came flooding back the very first time I saw this photo and I will tag it again in my stories at Instagram um 
And I get, again, was like, I didn't realize I was tagged in it. And then again, it brought back all of those feelings that I had and the, all the emotions I was feeling. And I look at that photo and I'm always in awe of, of just how I had no idea <laughs> what life was about to bring and, you know, what trials and tribulations that we were about to go through, what change we were about to go through, what transformation we were about to go through, what, what everything, how, how everything from that moment would never be the same. And it took me a very long time, um, unfortunately, to f- find my footing and figure out what the next steps was for me. Actually, not a very long time. It took me some time uh, to finally figure out that although those 19 months and then the time thereafter, after I came home, was the most difficult time in my life, it was also exactly what ha- needed to happen in my life for me to realize what I was meant to be doing. And it wasn't meant to be in marketing or in sales or doing events. Um, that was to cover up <laughs> uh, what was happening on the inside. And so if you are going through and what this, the, the reason I'm, I'm sharing this story is that I'm just being reminded currently of how things can change in an instant and how we really are not guaranteed our time here, first of all, and and just we're not guaranteed that the direction and what we what the life that we're living now is going to be the life that we're going to be living, um, you know, a year from now, two years from now, five years from now, a day from now, even. And I'm constantly being reminded of this. And am I doing the things I'm I'm supposed to be doing? Am I executing? Am I doing the work I'm supposed to be doing? And there are times that I lag, and there are times that. Um, I procrastinate and there are times that I overthink the process. And so that photo, I'm so happy I did not delete it. First of all, I'm so happy that I, I keep it on there and I don't do anything with it. I don't repost it. I don't reshare it because again, it's just for me to look, to look at. And I forget about it actually, to be honest with you. And then it shows up the next year and then this, I get the same feeling, although the, the feeling the initial feeling that I felt and, and, you know, for the first couple of years, first few years even, um, has subsided. And now it's just a really great reminder that nothing is promised and that I need to be doing everything that I can to create the life that I want for myself and my family. And it's a great reminder every year that I have a choice and I have decisions to make. And I need to make them, I need to execute on them, I need to take action on them. And also that I can rebuild and that I am capable of reinventing myself and I'm capable of creating this life. And I need not anyone's approval um, or, um, you know, or anyone to to tell me which direction to go. Uh, I just need me to believe <laughs> I just need to believe that I am I'm capable of doing it and this particular photo does that for me every single year so that photo was taken on the 10th of March on the 11th of March I was sentenced 
to 19 months in state prison. And I came home 19, exactly 19 months later. And life, the old cat no longer existed. Even as a mom, that old cat no longer existed, honestly. Um, and I had to find ways to find myself and relearn who I was and also realize that I could change and it was okay to change and I didn't need to stay the same and that I could take the lessons that I've learned, all the regrets, all the shame, all the embarrassment, and I didn't need to hide it. I didn't need to live in the shadow of it. I didn't, but I also didn't, I didn't need to let it define me and that I could define what the rest of my life is going to look like. And the rest of my life looked like what I'm doing now, which is sharing what I've learned and sharing my own story and telling everyone who will listen that it's okay. It's okay if you make mistakes. It's okay if you fail. It's okay if, if you, um, you know, have done some terrible things, um, that you have every right, just like everybody else, to reinvent yourself, to get a second chance, to get a third chance, to get a fourth chance. And the only person that's standing in the way of that life is you. And you don't need anyone else um, else's approval to, to get to that point. Because that's basically what I was looking for. And I do tend to seem to find myself at times looking for that approval as well. And I have to kind of reel myself back and understand, okay, I am going to steer the ship. And I am the captain of this ship. And I could steer it in whatever direction I want to steer it. And again, for me, this photo signifies that. This photo is... a. I grew up in those 19 months. I endured an experience that a very small percentage, thank goodness, of this world experiences. And I, 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 I learned so much while I was away. I learned a lot about myself. I learned about other people. I learned about society in general. Um, and I just, I, I learned to have compassion. I learned to be non-judgmental. I learned, again, that we are all the same. And despite what we have done and what, you know, what, what the things that we're holding on to and the stories that we have, we are all the same. And there is a commonality, you know, between all of us. And that is that we're all human. <laughs> and um, And so if you're going through some hard things in your life. I totally understand. I totally get it. Grieve. Do all those things that you need to. Go to therapy. Find a support system. Um, write about it. Journal. I cannot recommend journaling enough. And uh, find a buddy that you you know that you can talk to, um, or a friend, or a confidant, somebody that that you trust, and know that you are capable of incredible things and that whatever that you're whatever it is that you're going through you can get through it 
and that you can surpass it and that you don't have to allow it to define who you are. It's not a mark on you and you get to define that. Like you get to say, you get to um, control that narrative. And that's, that's, this, that's what this whole thing is about for me at least is I get to control the narrative of my own story because I knew there was a lot of things being said about me out there and I was so scared of it. And I figured, okay, if someone was going to tell this story, it might as well be freaking me, right? Like it might as well come from my mouth. It might as well come from me. And everyone has their version of that story. And this is my version of my own story. And I might as well tell it. And there's no shame in, in telling my story. And there's no shame in telling yours. And I, it's absolutely liberating to do so. I can tell you that. Um, so stand in whatever truth you stand in um, and learn to tell your story. And I would love to hear what that's about. I'd love to, I love hearing people's stories. I love finding out about um, about people. I love hearing everyone's um, you know life and what's happened to them and and how they've you know have they've used it uh, to come back. Um, how they've used it to inspire other people, how they've used their story to start businesses. That's that's basically what what I focus on now is people creating women creating their businesses based on the stories that they've lived, the stories that they that that they have personally lived through, and using that power to inspire and empower other people as well. So. Um, if you want to know, if you want to see the picture that uh, was taken uh, of me and my little one, which uh, really um, reminds me every year of how far I've come since that time and how quickly things changed and how, how I have the power to change the direction of my life, um, go to the, my Instagram and check out my stories. That's where I'll be posting that photo today. I may pay, post it later on in, a, in an Instagram post. Um, um, but for now, that's where I'll, that's where it'll live for the next 24 hours. Thank you guys so much for um, tuning in. Hopefully, again, you can find it in yourself to look in to look kind of deeper than the, the stories that you keep telling yourself about your past and use it to you know move you forward and don't use it as a um as a as a wall that stops you but use it as as building stepping stones that'll allow you to to find the different ways that you can create a better life for yourself and for your family and there's no shame in sharing your story guys i i have i've heard a lot i have shared my story for you know the past 5 years and with uh, so many people and I cannot tell you how once I share my story and people um, are taken aback by it initially um, but then it allows them and it gives them permission to share theirs and I don't know how many times I've been approached after um, I share my story or someone you know texts me or emails me or leaves me a message and and says and, and tells me about their own story and that it gave them permission to base to to share their own and to realize that you know, there's nothing to be ashamed of and how empowering that is. So 
someone's out there waiting to hear your story. Someone's waiting to be inspired by your words. Someone is is waiting to hear about what's happened in your life for them to realize that they too can work through whatever it is that they're going through. So someone is waiting for you. And I hope that you find it in yourself, whatever you're going through, to share. Um, as I say, sharing is caring, right? All right, guys, thank you again for tuning in. I will talk to you in the next episode. Uh, send me a text or an email um, or go on to my um, Instagram and I'd love to hear your story. All right, guys, have a great week. Stay safe, stay healthy, wash those hands. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Hopefully we can stay connected and you can follow me on Instagram at Kat Coley Coach or my Facebook page at Kat Coley Coach or you can email me at any time at cat at catcoley.com or if you'd love to hear more about my services or more podcast episodes or anything in between, check out my website, catcoley.com. Again, Thank you from the bottom of my heart for being here and I will chat with you next time.